everyone, Daniel Ramsey here with my Outdesk. I'm really excited because, um, well, first we have a rock star today to talk to. I mean, it's just, it's insane. Here's the thing. She's done 80,000 coaching calls. Like, you know, we need 10,000 to gain mastery. So she's done 80,000, which is nuts. Um, she's the owner, CEO of Excelium. Um, we happen to share a client who is the number one real estate team in the world. Uh, we're both CEOs, the number one real estate virtual assistant company in the world. So we've got a lot of winners in the room right here, right now. And, uh, today's topic, if you're listening, today's topic is basically how to make more money um, and work less, which is a really big topic. I believe you should, and Debbie and I were talking about this, every quarter you should be asking this question, how do I make more money and how do I work less and spend more time with my family and going to the gym and you know, like just having a good life, right? So Debbie, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here today. You're welcome, it's a pleasure. And I just wanna congratulate those who are here because you know, I was reading something the other day, Daniel, it said, the 80-20 rule of real estate, 20% doing 80% of the business is shifting in the future to the 90-10. 10% will be doing 90%. And I truly believe that that 10% are people like our listeners today who invest in their education. You know, they, they invest in taking their time to come and learn new things. So I love talking to people like this group right here. Well, you know, you're not off. Um, one of our one of our things, if you're in the business of growing your 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 company, right? If you want to double, which is totally possible, you know, uh, your number one guy in the world hired us in 2015. We have like in the top 100 people in the real estate game. I mean, like half of them are our clients, and every year they're like driving to double or grow, right? Like that's the, that's the world that we're all in. What we're talking about is what are the things that you help people double their business or grow their business while working less? And, and when should you do it? And what are the things that you help people do in that space? I mean, yeah. And, and it is a, a great strategy. So number one, when someone comes to us, so Daniel, if you came to us today and said, I think I'd like to have some real estate coaching. The first thing we do is we ask you to take our free disc assessment. And right. by the way, any of your listeners, they're welcome. It's on my website, excelium.com. You just go to free resources. It'll pop down. It'll say disc. Takes seven to 10 minutes. As soon as yep. you're done, easy, easy. Send yep. your whole report back about you. Because if you think about the, the Steve Jobs quote, you know, here's to the misfits, the rebels, the square peg who, who won't fit in the round hole. You know, this is a fabulous group of entrepreneurs, and yet they're all very different and very unique. And I think often when they try to do it some other way or some coaching gurus say, here's our system, get in this box, it's not effective and therefore they're going to work more. They're going to work harder. They're going to be stressed. So the first thing is let's know who you are. Mm. We'll know your strengths, your weaknesses, and we'll also know the areas of opportunity you'll shine in. So for an example, if you are a super highly analytical person, you're probably not going to want to go out and host community events. That's right. not going to be your thing, right? right? Now I could tell you to do it as a coach. You won't do it. So we first understand who are they. The next step I would encourage everyone here to do is look at your key sources of existing business. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. As I travel across the country, you know, you know, you and I both do that. I find that most agents have two key sources. They really need to have three solid, completely built out, and then we help them add a fourth and a fifth. Right. Because you've got five methods of pursuing business, you're good. You know, there's going to be some bumps in one or the other, but you're covered. But see, that goes back to being efficient and having a system and a plan so that you get that predictable result. Otherwise, you wake up in a new month thinking, I don't know where my business is going to come from, and I'm just going to work around the clock to try to find it, and it's very haphazard. Well, I want to I want to slow you down because I think um, that first thing, know who you are, is such a big piece of, of successful entrepreneurs. One of our clients reached out to us. There was like a data problem, and and, and they weren't analyzing activities on the team and activities, you know, for their virtual professional. And so, you know, like knowing your strengths and it's because the owner of the company had turnover in her, in her team. So she lost a main manager who was kind of the accountability person who was the analytic person. And then she stepped into that role and hasn't been able to fill it yet. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, we need to get you some help because that's not your job. You shouldn't be doing the, you know, the, you're a coach. You're this person was a team leader. She has a lot of different offices. And, and, and so I think it's really important to not, to not forget, like we're entrepreneurs, we have massive strengths, but I don't give me a spreadsheet and ask me to build pivot tables and like, so you don't, you don't want to do something like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so I think as entrepreneurs, we spend our time thinking, oh, I can do anything, which is totally true, right. but not anything over a long time frame. That's not it. And so I love what you said about like, know yourself, know your strengths, know what gives you juice and energy, because that's what it's all about is having a great life, enjoying and loving what you do and growing your company. So I, I think that's yeah. a great. Um, yeah, I think what happens, I hear it a lot it, it, because primarily who we work with at Excellium just by the virtue of my coaches being 25 to 40 years each industry experience, the deep consulting we do, it tends to be that top 10%. You know, right. our average client is 13.5 years in the business and 30 plus million. So they're good, smart people. But what I often see happen, and you've seen this too, they, um, how do they often put it? I'm a control freak. Yeah. Yes. I got to do it all because only I can do it best. And yet you and I know that, you know, the many, many clients I've had over the years that have used your virtual assistants, once they let go and they take those pieces that they can hand off, they're shocked at how actually how much more efficient someone else can be is their primary focus and they're very well trained for it, but they have to be willing to sit down and take a look at what they do and say, is this the highest and best use of my time? Like this spreadsheet I showed you, I mean, I know the numbers of my company, I track it. I don't put this together. Right. I have somebody put it together for me. It would take me like a week. It probably takes them a half an hour. And then they come in and they go through it with me. And I know what I need to hand off because about, 90% of my day is billable time on the clock. Right. 
And so we were talking before they they came on board. And I think this is a great thing, Daniel, that I've helped clients discover that they needed to hire your team. Yep. And I had them do an exercise. And this would be an exercise everyone could easily do over the next two weeks. Just take a scratch pad, carry it around with you, and just write down every 30 minutes, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, go back and say, all right, is it IP? income producing. So taking listings, showing buyers, prospecting, negotiating, closing, lead follow-up, meeting face-to-face. Is it IP or, or is it IS, income servicing, right? Appraisers, you know, that type of thing. Or is it S, just other stuff? Yeah. And, And what I find the average good agent runs about 30% income producing. Mm. Very good agents run about 50%. The rock stars are eight, like Sean Stanfield, you're, you know, our number right. you and I work with, Sean runs probably 80 to 85% of his day yeah. income yeah. producing. Yep. So once they do that, then I would say, go back and look at the stuff because I would imagine your team could take a lot of that stuff off their yeah. plate and even maybe some of the income servicing items. Yeah, yeah, well, what, we're, you, what you've coined and what we've talked about in the past, we call it the sticky challenge, where you just take stickies around and then you put them in the different categories. But I think you're, you're absolutely right. We were working with a million dollar producer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. We were working with a million dollar producer and I had her do this and she came back and she realized that 37% of her time was stuff, not even income servicing, not even income producing. And she was just like, gosh, I'm doing a lot of busy work that has to get done, but it doesn't drive my revenue. And I think, I think right now pausing and saying, okay, who am I? What am I doing today? You know, what needs to happen? And I think you just kind of alluded to that, the five areas of business, like most people have two, you help them out at three, four, five. So these are the steps that we believe you should do every quarter. My, I love my, my father-in-law, he, he was a, you know, executive at a large company and he, what he would do is he would go and check into a hotel mm-hmm. and he would in town, he would check into a hotel, turn his phone off and then just think right and really be strategic. And I think one, one challenge with the real estate community is we don't do that. And, and, and it's an important exercise. And that's what you and I are talking about today. So once we've reflected, once we've kind of written down what we're doing, we know who we are, we're getting clear about what we love. What's next, Debbie? Well, so I, I love it if they know their true value per hour. I was just looking at my calculator real quick. Let's say that they want to earn 200000 a year. Let's use that as an example, right? Yeah. And they're going to work 48 weeks of the year and they're going to work at least 40 hours. Well, their value per hour is $110 an hour. Now, That's a lot. But it could be somebody listening to this who wants to make a million bucks. Well, then obviously their value per hour is five times that. Yes. Once they know their value per hour, I would encourage them you know, put it on a sticky note, put it on your computer and look at that each day and say, okay, so is what I'm about to touch either very fun for me, right? So if they want to mow their own lawn because they love it 
it's relaxing. They grab a beer, then they're riding lawnmower, more power to them. Yes. But don't enjoy it. It isn't worth 110 bucks an hour. Delegate it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So they measure everything by, is this, again, my highest and best use? You know, I read the other day that if Bill Gates was walking along the sidewalk and a thousand dollars fell out of his pocket, he shouldn't even stop to get it because his time is so valuable. He needs to keep moving. So I want them to get get that anxiety of I, I should not be doing this. This is not worth my time because what it will do, it will limit your income earning opportunity. It will add hours to your day. And if you can get in that zone of delegation, you know, using services, Daniel, like yours, where their day is 80% income producing, now they can either add more income hours in or go home. Yes. You know, that's their choice. Some of them yes. want to work like crazy people. Others want to actually have a goal to make the same, but work 20 or 30% less. Well, right. then you have to delegate, right, to somebody. Yep. I want to, um, I want everybody that's listening. This is like a pro tip, right? Cause this is the mistake that most real estate people, they look at their GCI as their number and then they divide the amount of hours they work, you know, every, every week. I want you to go to your actual tax return last year and look at your net that the net income and you know, 64% of all businesses show zero income for the year. So if, if, if you're in that space, this is just like a gut reality check, right? Your net income on your actual taxes at the bottom, excluding your spouse, excluding maybe other things that you got going on, and then divide that by the hours you work. And now you actually know your clear dollar per hour. Um, I'm in an accountability group and we, we actually pull our taxes out at the end of the year and say, look, this is what I, this is what I made. This is how many hours I'm working. This is what I'm, I'm worth per hour. And that, that aha happens when you're like, well, I probably don't need to do that report. I should find somebody to do it for me. Right. You know, you know, and people always ask me, you know, when should I hire some help at what point in my career? And, and that depends a little bit on your budget. Uh, but I know that when I launched my own company, you know, you know, my, my history, I started selling real estate at the age of 18 and within two years I had a full-time assistant, right. and, but, I, but then within two years I was doing 156 units a year. Could I have done that without my assistant? Heck no, no way. Right. But then as a coach, you know, I ran the Mike Ferry organization and coach lots of top people there. But then six years ago, when I left to open my own custom coaching and consulting, the first thing I did, very first thing I did was hire an assistant. Yeah, I, I didn't even have any revenue yet, but I knew if I'm going to quickly ramp the business, then I got to have help right away. So it is, it is a challenge sometimes to find that, that budget to do that, but it can also be the thing that holds you back. And, and honestly, Daniel, I think that's why so many of our clients do use your services because sure, they're not physically sitting in the office, but do you know what it would cost in Newport Beach, where I am, Newport Beach, right. California, to hire a full-time admin that has some training and background to come and sit here and work, it's going to be anywhere from 50 to $70,000 a year. Yes. 
right? Yep. Where I think your full-time person is what, like under 2000 bucks a month? Yeah. Well, we, we, so, you know, it's 20,000, I think a year and which is, you know, in the low twenties. Um, and, and this is actually, I don't know if you read this, but it was a question that came in, like, when is the right time to hire and how would I know? And what are some of the indicators? And I think Debbie and I were, I mean, we were just talking about the indicators when you start noticing your dollar per hour, you know, stuff, you know, going down because you're spread too thin. And then if you start seeing, you know, things not getting done that really need to be done and you feel like you're dropping the ball in a couple areas, you know, uh, or you're working 18 hours a day as I was before I hired my first assistant back in the day of real estate. Right. Daniel, one other thing too, is they'll often ask how many units should I be doing? And it, we used to say, meaning used to like 10 years ago, I would have said maybe 40 units for most people. Right. But the paperwork and the, in the inspections and the staging and the demands of the client have increased. So now I'm finding most agents feel they've got to have some help right at about 20 units. Now they be able to, use your virtual services and that carries them for a long time. Or if they're a bigger producer, they might say, well, I've got my admin and I need to add a virtual to augment. But I would say at about 20 units for most agents, they're gonna start to feel slipping of all quality of life. If they are luxury agents, then especially because the demands we, you know, we coach Ernie Carswell in Beverly Hills. He's some of them might know that he sold, you know, you heard about a while back, the Brady Bunch house selling that was Ernie. He's right. Harry and Fergie's real estate agent. So he has a, a new listing right now. That's $26 million. Well, he's going to need some staff to really support that. So luxury is a little different because they'll do fewer units. The demands will be even greater and those clients will not put up with anything but five star service. I want to make a point. If you're listening to this and you are a large team, like, or you're doing a lot of business, you're going to be like, oh, they're talking about basics. But I can personally tell you that I have been in the top 100 guys offices. I know, I know what their team looks like. I know what they're spending. I know how much they're spending on lead generation. This exercise, regardless of where you are in the success ladder needs to happen. In fact, I would say the people at the highest level, I hear it more often that I I ask them, what's your profitability? And they're like, well, I'm reinvesting into the business, which is a simple word for I'm not making any money. So Daniel, I just, you know, came out with this book not long ago, building bigger, busier, more profitable teams. So anyone watching is a team or want to be a team. If you want to email me, Debbie D at gmail.com. So it's easy. Debbie D at gmail.com. I'll actually send you a PDF of the book so you don't have to go out there and buy it just because you joined us today. What's cool about it is there's about 25 different rock star teams interviewed in here, including Sean's team. And what you'll find is every one of those will say, we we have to be better about our expenses, our profit, our delegation, tracking our billable time. You can have lots of talent and be all over here. And in fact, a team came to us the other day for coaching and they said, 
I, I used to make as an individual agent 350000 a year. Mm-hmm. Then I built my team and I'm bringing in a million foreign revenue, but now I'm taking home 100000 That is not a good situation, right? Right. So right. Got to get control of the profit and the delegation. Well, and, and I just want to say like real quick, this is the same problem that you have when, when you increase that to 10 million, you know, in, in revenue, because those guys that are making, you know, five, $10 million in the real estate game, which is a possibility, like it's real. There are teams out there doing that. There, there are a lot of them actually. Um, they have this, this um, delegation process. They have this review. They have a, a double layer of accountability. And that's what we help you guys create at my outdesk. So, you know, this, this, this previous team leader that I was telling you, you guys about who lost someone, well, she didn't have anybody trained to backfill that position. So now she's got her job, plus she's got to add the job of somebody else onto it. And there was no like, you know, double layer of, there was no backup to step into that role. And so what she found was that she's lost money because of that. And looking back, she lost a lot of money because, you know, the, the person that was in our office just left and, and didn't turn over the job and there was nobody that knew what was going on. And so you have this turnover thing that is more of a barrier sure. to growing a big business than anything. And I think that's another place that we help these really large teams. And then if you're a newer person, these, these little concepts of like paying attention to my dollars, knowing what I'm doing, loving what I'm doing, having energy from it. I'm, this is like, this is pure gold. This is the stuff that builds large businesses. Well, and I think a couple of things, if we go to that next level, right? So yes, in a, in a big team, about 60% of who we coach here at Excelium, they are teams and yes. some of the biggest in the nation. And so the next level would be, <clears throat> yes, eliminating the turnover, right? Yes. So sometimes when they do their own hiring and staffing, they make, bad choices. They hire a friend, needs a job, wrong, wrong fit. Um, I know your team, you're very methodical about how you match them. Uh, The other place that I see some breakdown is you mentioned it briefly, but it's in the pipeline of lead conversion. So a lot of the big teams, maybe some watching us, they're spending a fortune on online leads and the average lead does not convert until it's been nurtured for at least four months. Yes. But they've got their buyer agents hitting it once or twice and then moving on. And then everyone's frustrated because conversion is like 1%. And yep. there really is a bunch of money in that pipeline. And I think that's what um, Stanfield group, I believe they're Stanfield real estate. I believe they're using your ISA services to go back and scrub through some of those leads. So since we're talking about it, um, so we have a a client in Florida, Andrew Duncan, who is uh, really one of the most, I mean, I think they're going to do like 1400 or 1500 transactions this year. And he literally just in the lead management space has one virtual assistant who holds everybody accountable to when the lead came in the door how fast there was a response and what is happening with that lead. So they stage their leads and this person, all they're doing is looking at the lead management, creating scorecards, daily accountability, and then pulling the phone system and dropping it onto that spreadsheet and then doing pivot tables to say, Hey, 
these four, these four leads never got a call. What the heck, you know, and this is just one of our virtual assistants. And this guy spends thousands of dollars a week on, on, on generating leads. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about the problems, right. Of, uh, of what you should be planning for and thinking about. So free your time, make sure you have the right leverage. And then what this is, is a system of accountability for your team. As you grow it, when you stop being the only person in the team that knows everything and you hire somebody, you've got to create systems and processes. Well, and that's what this sheet is here, you know, so I know Gary on my floor who follows up with people and sets appointments for the coaches and I to speak with them. I know how many dials he makes a day, a hundred. Yep. I know how many calls he talks to 28. Yep. I know exactly how many appointments he books a day. I know what the conversion ratio is, but I can't put that together. I, I need someone to, then you can spot the gaps, right? So if we have a uh, hiring turnover creates problem for teams, second would be obviously on um, their lead management and going back through and nurturing those. The third thing I would say is I, I see a very big lack of systems. Like yeah. you'd be shocked how many top producers, which probably know this, will say to me, I don't even have a CRM. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. you and I, everything has a tracking, a funnel, a next. So we're really working with our top teams right now to say, okay, with all the disruption going on in the real estate industry, with all the real estate portals trying to take your leads away and sell them back to you, then you've got the flat rate, cut rate companies trying to poach you got to circle the wagons around your database, around your market. You got to opt them in. You got to market like a machine. Yeah. And, and if they don't know how to do that, they need to get some help. And you and I could both, you know, we could help them in different ways. Yeah. Well, and I think I think what's cool about us as a as a team, like Debbie's going to get the plan together, make sure you have the right people on the team, make sure that, you know, you're, you're not missing any of those gaps because the biggest thing is as, as real estate people, we have these little blinders on and Debbie will slap you across the face and go, Hey, check it out. This is what's really going on. And then once you've got a, a strong plan in place and, and again, you should be doing this quarterly, you know, those gaps need people to fill them it a hundred percent of the time. It's the people on your team. So if you go to our website, myoutdesk.com, again, we'll do a free consultation just like Debbie does because we are, one of our core values is just servant's heart. That's why we share so many webinars. That's why we interview people like Debbie because we just wanna help and be a positive force in the, in the real estate world. And that's why Debbie and I get along so well because that's how she is too. And the reality is you come in, if you meet with us, it costs you nothing and you will walk away with value. Like that's for sure. Um, thank you everybody for joining us. Debbie, you're amazing. What are you gonna say? I was just gonna say, and I just wanna let them know, some of them have probably done strategy calls somewhere out there before. Yes. When they do it with me or when they do it with you, this is these are not boiler room salespeople. They are gonna talk no. to actual consultants who will actually give them valuable advice. So I, I hope they'll, take advantage of that gift because I think you and I both agree, we're more than willing to earn the opportunity to help them and thank them, you know, for being with us. And thank you, Daniel, for letting me join you. It's always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, we can't stop. Her coaches have 25 plus years of experience. Like 
you know, some are 10, 15, they sell real estate. Ours are real estate trained. And a lot of our people are licensed real estate people. I'm a licensed broker. We, we, we've done this, we've been where you are and we're going to help. Got so, your back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We got your back, man. We want to help. Yeah. All right, Debbie, thanks again for all your time. You've dropped a lot of knowledge and it's all for free guys. So we hope you enjoyed it. Um, visit myoutdesk.com forward slash Debbie and get in her calendar. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye, Bye -bye. Daniel.